When I was a kid until I was probably a teenager, I wore a whole lot of hand-me-downs. Now that wasn't an uncommon thing, but what was uncommon was I'm the oldest in my family. <laughs> and I don't even have older male cousins to receive these hand-me-downs from. The hand-me-downs that I got were from my mother's brother. And so the clothes that I was wearing were at least 15 years out of date. And so me and my brother, who were similar in size, split the hand-me-downs, and we were wearing these polo shirts and these tight-fitting corduroy pants that we never liked to wear. But when we were teenagers and we didn't have to wear them anymore, one day my brother realized something and went to my mom and said, Hey, mom, those polo shirts that you made us wear, was there a little crocodile on it? Mom went, yeah. Those were the cost? Yeah. Oh. And didn't realize we were wearing brand name things when we were eight years old, but that's the hand-me-down that we got. Handing down. Tradition. We have lots of them. It's part of the way that we live as human beings, to have these traditions, these things that we hand down that we see as important and good for the people that come after us. And we hand them down, we care for them, but a lot of traditions over time just kind of fizzle out because they start to lose meaning and significance to the people and so they start to just, over time, let go of them, find new traditions um, or just let those go. And that's normal. But at the same time, there are some traditions that endure, that stand the test of time because they continue to find significance time and time again. St. Paul starts his letter to the Corinthians to, er, that we hear today. He says, what I have received, I offer you. St. Paul is starting with this Christian tradition. And this starts right from the very beginning. These words that he's sharing with them, this meal, this Eucharist that he's talking to them about, predates the letter that he's writing, which is before the year 50. And so we can see already in this action of St. Paul that it's a continuation of what the apostles received first from Jesus on this night so many years ago. And that it was passed on, it was handed over to the next group of Christians. And we continue to receive that tradition and try to hand it on again. That what we have received, we attempt to hand on as this good tradition. But this generation, this day and age, has a lot of struggles with the idea of tradition. And a lot of it has to do with the big fancy word, postmodernism. If you have no idea what that means, you probably have encountered it many times. You can probably see how it might have affected your life. Postmodernism is this inherent distrust towards ideologies, ways of thinking, ways of living that it distrusts any forms of morality or objective truth or faith. And we see that in this day and age, that unless it's rooted in me, unless I can be sure of it for myself, then I can't trust it. And so what gets tied up in that is any sort of tradition just falls apart because a tradition isn't rooted in yourself. It's something that comes from before you and is passed on to you, and you continue it. 
And so if we let that creep in too much, then so many things of our faith disappear. And so when you start to hear somebody say, well, I'm spiritual but not religious, it's a complete loss of any of the tradition of faith to just what I can gain for myself in the spiritual life. But when we talk about tradition in the church, it's not just a particular way of doing things. If you look at the history of the church, those particular ways have changed over time. The way we celebrate Mass now, for some of you, are not the way you celebrated Mass when you were kids. It's changed. That's not the tradition that we're talking about. When we talk about tradition in the church, we talk about a living tradition. And this is the tradition that we have to grasp in order for our faith to stay alive. A living tradition is something that's rooted in the past, that comes from before us, but we can see and we experience how it's effective for us now. That it's not just some tradition that comes from before and you just keep the routine of it and you continue it going. It's a tradition that's rooted in something from before us, but has effect. It changes the way that we live now. This is the gift of our faith. This is the living tradition that St. Paul talks about having received and has handed on to the Christians, that we continue to receive and to hand on. This is the living tradition of our faith. Peter had to understand that in the washing of the feet. Jesus was trying to hand something on to his apostles at this Last Supper. And Peter was reticent to accept it. He didn't want to accept what Jesus was giving to him for different reasons. First, he should have been shocked. What Jesus was doing was the role of a slave. This was his Lord, his master. And so at first he's reticent because, no, this can't be. It's not allowed. And then after, when Jesus says this has to be, then he says, well, let it happen my way. Do everything. Wash all of me. Jesus said, no, let me do for you what you need. Let me offer you this and receive what I have to offer. Don't distrust what I'm offering you, but accept it. And then, as I have done to you, do to others. This example of handing on. So I think part of the struggle for us in tradition is often tradition is something that gets imposed on us. That this is how you have to do it. And you know it's an imposition when you ask the question, well, why do we do it that way? Just because. Just do it the way that I say. And often that tradition comes in that way. But the tradition of our faith, the living tradition, is never given that way. When it is given that way, it's rejected. See, Jesus flips it. Instead of imposing on, he offers. Let me wash your feet. Take my body, take my blood. I offer it to you. Will you accept it and receive it and then hand it on? The tradition of our faith isn't ever intended to be an imposition. It's a gift that we receive and a gift that we then again offer. And when I think of that, there's probably the most famous quote from Pope Benedict that comes to mind that he 
wrote in his very first writing when he became Pope and stuck with him through his whole, whole pontificate. And it goes right against that postmodernism that distrusts anything that's not of self. He says, being a Christian is not the result of an ethical choice or a lofty idea, but of the encounter with a person that gives life a decisive direction and new meaning. Our tradition is rooted in a person, an encounter that's offered to us. It's what we celebrate tonight. We celebrate the Eucharist that is offered to us as a gift that we're asked to receive and to hand on. We remember the priesthood instituted on this night that was offered to the apostles and that they handed on from priest to priest by the laying on of hands that we have a continual line for every priest all the way back to Jesus, received and handed on. And it's the whole point of in a few moments what we'll do with the washing of the feet. How many times when we ask for volunteers for washing the feet that people say, no, it can't be me. Receive what is offered and then hand it on. This is the gift of our tradition. Sometimes it's hard to figure out. Sometimes we don't know why we have it. But maybe if we persevere, it will be like the hidden Lacoste shirt that you only find out later. That this hand-me-down was much more valuable than you knew before. Maybe this Eucharist that we share is much more valuable than we give it credit for. That this living tradition is something that's rooted in something on the other side of the globe thousands of years ago, but that has real effect for us tonight. Yeah.